It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, and Gary Ross. It's straight up and down, 7 o'clock. Welcome into game time here on a Monday. Good morning. Glad to have you with us. There's, it's Monday. There's just really not a whole lot to talk about today. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, it was, it's crazy what, what, what all went on yesterday in the wide world of sports. But it was a, it was a fun day. I don't know if you guys uh, uh, got to see much. Uh, I, I know Garrett looks like a tomato right now. He went oh. out and got gotten some sun, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, around the horn, Ward, how are we? Outstanding, Garrett. I'm good. You feeling okay? I'm all right, despite the sunburn. And so, how in the world in March did you get a sunburn? Well, I uh, I went up to Arlington Martin High School yesterday to cover the Under Armour All American uh, camp that they had. Mm-hmm. And I was ill-prepared. Um, I'm like, okay, it's blistery wind. I actually had a pullover on. I put some pants on. No way. Yeah, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm prepared for this well, hang moment. on, when you say pants, was that warm-ups, it was like blue some, jeans? It was like some warm-ups. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, you just, you know, something to keep the wind <laughs> off of me. So I was like, all right, man, you're prepared for this moment. Yeah. And then I get home, and I look in the mirror, and I'm, I'm noticed, like, my face is not feeling right. Yeah. And I look, and I see this sunburn, and I'm like, ugh. I was not prepared. I should have wore a bucket hat or something. I don't know. But I was thinking it's cool. You know, we don't got to worry about the sun. I was wrong. Now, that's, that's when you worry about it the most because you've been, you've been prepared, hunkered down man. inside. You, you probably right? got more wind burn than that's you got. What I well, think there's a good the point. Brutal. There's there a good there. point. Yeah. Yeah. So I got chapped. But. It, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's kind of a personal thing. <laughs> You know, I get chapped, too, when, when things don't go my way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ward, how was your weekend? Was it exciting? Uh, Yeah, it was very exciting. Busy. What were you doing? I went to uh, Burleson and worked on my dad's Tahoe all day Saturday. What was wrong you with You are it? a mechanic. <laughs> Not either. He fixed the light bulb <laughs> on my truck. This. That's what I'm just trend. telling you, man. <laughs> Not he either. Said, he said, I need one of those 916 ratchets. and Not either. But I got it done. Replaced the cylinder and the spark plugs on it. See, I wouldn't have even a attempted cylinder? that. A mm-hmm. cylinder? You replaced the cylinder? Yes. Is that hard? No. It's not. See, it sounds hard, doesn't it? I, it, it was very intimidating well, until I, I figured I, it out. I had, I had to change the cylinder on that 69 Buick. <laughs> it sounds like you're chasing, you're, uh, you're going at Jeff from AutoZone, man, trying to get at him. No. <laughs> Need his help. All I can get. But yeah, I did that and then did some stuff around the house. That's awesome. Yeah, Burleson's blew up. I didn't realize that till yesterday. Yeah, it's 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 gotten, a little different now. It's a little different than it was back in the day. <laughs> that whole little corridor, Joshua Burleson, Cleburne. I mean, all through there. That mm-hmm. what 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 is that? Sixty nine. Sixty seven. Sixty seven. Uh, I'm just telling you, man. That whole that whole corridor is. Yeah, highway one seventy four in between those two. Mm-hmm. In between Joshua and Cleaver, and 67 goes up through Alvarado. And you know how I Dallas. judge stuff like that? What's their stadiums look like? Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, I'm telling you right now, go take a look at Joshua. I, I know they don't play exactly. Well, they got a nice stadium. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got. Burleson's got a beautiful so stadium. They, yes, they, they played, absolutely do. Temple played their playoff game there against Rockwall Heath. Yes, they do. 
Uh, so, uh, well, we got a lot to dive into. Uh, Baylor men's and women's uh, basketball. We'll get into that a little bit. And uh, there was, well, a lot of it. We're going to get into it a lot of it. <laughs> Not just a little bit. There was a little movement in the NFL over the weekend. Just a little. We'll talk a little bit about that. So, I, I think that's, you know, I don't know what else we need to touch base on. I mean, other than that, basketball and and uh and uh, in in the football movement. So that's that's kind of what we have lined up. I hope you like it because that's what we're going to do for the next two hours. Uh, any surprises in the bracket? Just the overall men's or women's bracket. Whether any surprises to you? Yeah, I'm surprised A and M got uh, left out of the bracket. I was real surprised in that. Did you see what what the conversation piece was? Yes, they finished strong, but they had a they had a period where they lost eight straight, and yeah. we had to weigh that. I mean, it's true. You, it's supposed to be your whole body of work, and while it's you know it, it's this it's you know unfortunate if you're A and M and even Oklahoma, you could throw in the mix as well. Uh, but you got to take care of business throughout the year consistently. And I know both of those teams got hot. And it, look, if if Virginia Tech wouldn't have won the ACC. They would be in the same boat right now. They just happened to win it. If A and M would have won the SEC, they would be in right now. Same for Oklahoma. It's just well, yeah, because they get the fact. automatic bid. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but that's what it was going to take. It sounds like. Well, clearly, that's exactly what it was going to take for the Aggies. Yeah, uh, I, I was surprised SMU got left out too. Yeah, they're playing well. And, and did you see? Again, we live in a world of COVID, so now that the first four out are then ranked. Did you see that? I so they not. they rank those first four, and if somebody has a COVID issue by tomorrow, I think, then they go in order. And I think SMU was number two. A and M was even number four on that list, so they weren't even close. They don't want A and M in there, apparently. Well, <laughs> they they looked at that eight game skid and went, "Ouch!" Yeah, apparently, they beat, they beat what Arkansas and Auburn. Yeah, and beat both of them handily. I, look, I trust me, I can get that, but at the same time, you it's one of those things. You gotta you gotta play consistent throughout the year. And it's just it, it's unfortunate. We, we, we yell body of work all the time, don't we? Mm-hmm. Body of work. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when the talking heads were, were going over the, the the brackets last night, both on CBS and then I flipped to ESPN, uh they really, in my opinion, just kind of discarded Baylor. Yeah, they're a one seed, yeah. But they've got injuries and they're not going to be a factor. I mean, that's that's that was my takeaway. I don't know about you guys. Look, not look. It, it may be true, but do you disrespect the defending national champion that much? I don't think it's necessarily a, a you're disrespecting them. I think you're putting things into perspective. When you look at the past few seasons, we've seen this. The defending national champions come out, they come out flat, and they're usually bounced by the Sweet Sixteen. I don't think you're going to see anything different this year. Baylor is. You know, they're suffering from injuries. They're reeling. Uh, they are worn out. Even if you have L.J. Cryer come back, how's he going to fit into the system? You know, like, it's going to be an adjustment He's period. He's going to fit 15 Flagler, points into the system. You would hope, though. Yeah, right? you hope. Like, you but hope, I, but I he's mean, been who knows if he's going to get on track. I don't I don't think they make it past the Sweet 16. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I don't think L.J. Cryer plays. And if he does, I don't think he plays a lot. I, I think mean, he plays. I mean, I think you've got to put him out there. We'll see. Uh, we shall see. So we'll get into that uh, a little bit uh, this morning. And uh, I, I, did you? Clearly, they were the fourth number one. 
And just looking at the East bracket, have you just have you taken five minutes to pe- to meander through the East bracket? Yeah, that's why I say they're not they they don't it, have a very easy it, path at all, and it, I don't I don't think it's going to be very friendly to the Baylor Bears. It's mm. the most difficult path of the number ones. Uh, to get to the, I mean, now, granted, we all know, and that's why they call it March Madness. Uh, n- not all the top seeds are going to win, but if you went through and just went, okay, they're going to play the next highest seed. What you're playing, Norfolk, you're playing North Carolina, you're playing UCLA, and then you're playing Kentucky just to get to the Final Four. I mean, that's, that's a, a path. It is, and look, I'm still not even sure on North Carolina. I thought Marquette can beat them, but do you? Yeah. That's an 8-9, right? Yes. Yes. But, I mean, it, look, it, it is. It's, it's the most difficult path, and that's what you want, right? Like, if you're if you're the defending champs, you don't want it to be easy. You want to fight through everybody. And Hell no, I want it easy as I can. Come on, you can man. Make it. make it worth your while. You think Gonzaga with – Oh, hell no. You know Gonzaga's Gonzaga, just going to – They're like <laughs> – They walk through every season, man. Gonzaga looked at their bracket and went, yeah, okay, we're good with this. Heck yeah, I want it easy. Yeah, I want but, it, I mean, but it's never easy because as you know, Scott Drew met with the media last night by Zoom, and one of the things that he was talking about uh, was that we look at a, a one sixteen or a two fifteen or a three fourteen and go, "Hey, that ought to be easy." He goes, "But with the parity in college basketball exactly. today, there are no easy games. No, there are no easy games." So. You know, you can look at that, that especially like what you talked about, at 8-9, flip a coin. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we've always seen mid-major teams and these smaller teams come into the tournament and wreak havoc, but what the transfer portal has done is it's allowed us to see the talent pool that these smaller schools have. And, you know, and while it's a catch-22. There's more parity. There's more parity. You know, but you see, like, Virginia Tech, their best players were mid-major guys last year. And Oklahoma's the same way with the Groves brothers. And there's just so much talent out there now. And the transfer portal has spread these guys out everywhere that there's no easy matchup. Well, that's the thing right there. The the transfer portal has made, as they pointed out yesterday, there's no great teams. There's a bunch of really good teams. I think college basketball has been the sport that has benefited the most, in my opinion. Like, as a whole. Because when you look, like, college basketball was kind of – for a while there, it was getting left behind. People, you were having one and duns, and it was just a bad product there for a few years. Now that you've had the transfer portal, it's really kind of put life support and just a new spark and energy into college basketball, and you're seeing so many good teams, and it's a lot of fun. It's made it much must-watch TV once again. Well, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, there for a while it was dead. It was bad, man. I mean, you know, you had, you know, a team would be really good, but four of the guys would leave and yep. go to the NBA or go, excuse me, the D League, yeah, you know they were jumping, and now they're not jumping ship as much. No, well, stop and think about it. it, it just using the transfer portal in basketball, one maybe two transfers redefines your entire absolutely. program. So, absolutely, uh, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take a whole lot to do that. All right, so men's and women's basketball, we'll dive into. We'll have uh, we'll have comments from uh, again. Scott Drew met with the media last night. Uh, Nikki Collin met with the media in Kansas City yesterday. We'll get her comments, and uh, there's you know interesting bracket placements by the uh, the NCAA when it comes to the women, and uh, we'll hear from Nikki Collin on that. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the Texas game uh, yesterday. Uh, I look, I, my, just looking at the Texas game yesterday, I, I thought, I, I just thought that they were. 
just a step slower. I thought Texas played outstanding. I thought Baylor was a step slower. They they didn't they didn't get many second chance opportunities. They didn't shoot free throws well. Texas went out and won the game. But the bottom line is Baylor's a two seed in Wichita. We you know we thought that they hey they're either a one or a two. If they had won the tournament, they would have been a one. It's that simple, I think. So we'll get into all that uh, and uh, we'll and. and Talk some football and all kinds of fun stuff here as we roll through a, uh, a Monday morning. With Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. Let's check out the weather forecast this morning. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. A thick cloud cover over the area will start to erode this afternoon before our next cold front moves in this evening, bringing a chance for some showers and possibly strong thunderstorms. Winds will be fairly breezy this afternoon, gusting as high as 30 miles per hour. Highs will top out at 73 degrees. Our rain chance comes to an end by tomorrow morning. Sunshine makes its return tomorrow with a high of 70 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women open play in the NCAA tournament Friday in the Farrell Center hosting Hawaii. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America. In stock for immediate delivery with a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
Baylor has drawn the number one seed in the East Region of the NCAA postseason tournament. They open play against Norfolk State on Thursday at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. The Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region and will host Hawaii Friday at the Ferrell Center. Ole Miss and South Dakota will be the other two teams coming to wake up. An RBI single in the 10th by Jared McKenzie led Baylor baseball to a 4-3 win over Columbia to earn the Bears the series win. MCC Baseball took both ends of their Saturday doubleheader at Ranger to open conference 3-1. McClendon's softball team won all four games with Ranger to improve the 7-1 in league play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7:15 from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom Ward and Garrett. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk a little basketball. And again, the uh, Baylor men, a one seed in the East. Uh, were you, were we hoping it gets hope guys to get them in the South, to get them in Fort Worth and then on to San Antonio? I figured they would go to Philly. Honestly, I did too. I was, again, I was just kind of hoping against hope. Uh, but you, you kind of knew that, Hey, when they went out in the first round, uh, we, we, we all said Friday that, Hey, look, they're probably still a one seed. But now it kind of changes, you know, you, you, don't, you don't have that bargaining chip. And so they end up, uh, they're going to play two rounds in Fort Worth and then on to Philadelphia. Uh, and so we'll see how that all goes. Now, it is, it is a 1 p.m. tip, 1 p.m. tip at uh, Dickey's Arena on, uh, on Thursday afternoon. And we'll have it for you beginning at 1230 right here on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame with uh, John and Pat. And then uh, 1 o'clock on the tip and uh we do not have game time on saturday yet for the baylor men nor do i have a game time for the baylor women on friday remember on the women's side they've got two games potentially two games at the Farrell center uh, the first weekend first weekend's on campus there's 16 campus sites and then the uh, second uh weekend would have them in wichita kansas so not terribly far uh, people could still get there and uh, and be a part of it. So uh, it, uh, it it should be okay, uh, and and we'll see how it goes. I mean, as they both fight to try to get to the uh, to the final four, uh, they were a bubble one. I think if they would have won the tournament, they would have been a one seed. But as as I think the ladies on ESPN pointed it out, they were going to be in that bracket in Wichita. So it just depends. Are you wearing a white jersey or a green jersey? I yeah. mean, and that's kind of how it was for them. It wasn't as big a deal for them as it might have been for for the men getting a, a a one seat in the South as opposed to the East. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter to them. They're going to go up there. They're going to handle their business. I think that when you look at yesterday, that was kind of a fluke situation, and hopefully they can just flush that and, you know, just dial in and try to make a run towards uh, a national championship. But they're just so talented. It really doesn't matter where you place them, honestly. No, I don't think so either. Is, I, is this a Final Four team, the Baylor women? Yes. Mm, maybe uh, Elite Eight at least. I could put. I could tell you that. Your one seeds on the women's side are South Carolina, Louisville, uh, South Carolina in in the in the South, Louisville. Uh, 
and then uh, the other in, out in Spokane, it is. I'm looking at the bracket. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a bl- um, Stanford. Stanford, yeah, Stanford, and then uh, what? Uh, North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the ink on the uh, the bracket. <laughs> and I watched the selection show yesterday. That's the crazy part. Yeah, so South Carolina, Louisville, Stanford. And uh, and North Carolina State are your one seats. Spokane, Bridgeport, Wichita, and Greensboro are your regional sites. Minneapolis for your final four. And again, so Baylor is a two seed at the bottom of the Louisville bracket. And and you know, bottom line is, uh, and here's here's who Louisville, Albany, Nebraska, Gonzaga, Oregon, Belmont, Tennessee, Buffalo, BYU, Villanova, Michigan. American, Ole Miss, South Dakota, Baylor, and Hawaii. So the pod for Baylor in Waco will be Ole Miss and South Dakota playing, and then Baylor and Hawaii playing with two teams, the two winners playing on Sunday. So that's a uh, a Friday Sunday uh, matchup for for Baylor in that pod. But uh, were were you surprised that LSU got placed and Baylor got placed in the same region? No. Not at all. Made for TV, right? You got to. I, I mean, you gotta. You gotta have storylines. That's a big storyline, and that's gonna if 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 they you know meet up, that's all eyes are gonna be on that game. So yeah, you gotta do that. And just like with UConn, you gotta put them close to home. And it, it's it's all about getting your eyes on the TV. We'll find out. Uh, again, Baylor loses the championship game yesterday. Baylor women lose the championship game yesterday to Texas. Uh, 67 to 58. Uh, and Alyssa Smith had 21 in the game. Jordan Lewis had 13. Uh, Jamie Asbury also had 13. Uh, but, you know, it was not a double-double for Alyssa Smith. What'd she have on Saturday? 37? Yeah, career high. Yeah. 37 on Saturday. And and really, they were, they were pretty dominant. Do you think four games in four days – on a rotation of seven, just maybe just – That's going to catch up to you, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you're not going to see that in the NCAA tournament. You're going to play two games in a weekend and with a day in between. So, I, I don't think that that's going to be an issue. So, we'll, uh, we'll find out. It's a 7-22, after seven. Six teams from each conference. Is that about right? Unless you're so, I mean, man. I'm talking about six from the men, six from the women. Oh, yeah. yeah. About I mean, right, yeah. That's I, I don't I don't see any other way you could do it. I mean, Oklahoma was on, you know, on a bubble, so I, I do. I think they probably should have got in, maybe, you know. But who whose place are they going to take? Well, there's nine from the Big Ten. That's the thing that makes no sense. Nine from the Big Ten. Is there nine deserving from the Big Ten? Apparently, the committee thought so. I mean, look, the, the Big Ten's got some talent, but it's not the Big 12. I think you could have easily replaced Oklahoma with one of those teams that got in for the Big Ten. Um, but at the same time, their argument was not enough quad one wins. They had opportunities, and they just didn't take care of it when it mattered. Um, so that's kind of on them. But at the same time, this is still year one. Mm-hmm. Uh, year one for Porter Moser. He's trying to implement everything. You got the Groves who are transfers. They're going to be really talented. Oklahoma's going to bring back a lot of talent next year. So I think you got to look ahead if you're for the, if you're them. 
Um, but they had, to me, in my in my opinion, they had enough work to make it into the tournament. They just got left out. You you mentioned it, and that is one of the things I think the the committee really really looked at is the caliber of competition that you played in November and December uh, in your non conference mm-hmm. schedule. The the games that you controlled. And so when you stop and think about it, Scott Drew playing that non-conference schedule that they that they played and play year in and year out, I think certainly benefited them. When they went to the tournament in the Bahamas uh, and won that thing and played really three quality opponents, that's huge. Well, I mean, you talk about paying dividends in March, it, it certainly did, I think. Absolutely. That, I mean, when you have Villanova come to town and that's, you know, a, a, a marquee matchup, everybody, all eyes are on it and you just dismantle them. I think that spilt, spoke volumes as well. So here's what you have on the men's side. You have Baylor and Kansas. By the way, were we surprised by that? Baylor and Kansas both being one seeds? I wasn't necessarily surprised. I, I just, I thought that you would see a, another team get in there. I thought they were both deserving. I just didn't see it happening. And I'm glad it did, but I just I thought the NCAA would go a different route. I, I think the NCAA said, hey, look, particularly at the top of your conference, it's really, really good. And, you know, uh, look, I, I it would not have surprised me if Tech would have been a two. Uh, they ended up, what, I think a high three uh, on the three line. But, you know, Texas uh, dipping out early. I think cost them, guys. I think they went from the four line to the five line. Uh, Texas is in trouble the first round. I'm going to tell you that. I got Virginia. Virginia Tech will beat Texas. Is that what you think? Absolutely. You got that one, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, All right. I do too. So here it's Baylor, uh, a one seed. Kansas, a one seed. And Kansas gets the play in winner of Texas Southern and Texas A&M University, Corpus Christi. And I need to check and double check. Who Check the, the head coach of Texas A&M. Corpus Christi. Uh, I'm about to give you a little nugget here, but I want to verify if it's still my guy. So it, it, while you're doing that, I'll tell you that Tech is a three seed. Texas, oh, they fell to the six line. I'm sorry. Uh, Texas is a six and will play Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Iowa State is an 11 and they play LSU. And then TCU is a number nine seed and they will play Seton Hall. Says that Steve Lutz is their head coach. Steve Lutz, okay, at Texas A&M Corpus. Yes. Okay, so I I, I don't have that nugget. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, 726. That, and so over on, on the uh, women's side, let's give you the uh, the teams that uh, are going to be representing the uh, the Big 12 and, uh, and kind of run through those. Uh, you have uh, Iowa State as a three seed. You have Kansas. As an eight seed, you have Texas as a two seed. You have Baylor as a two seed. And you have Kansas State as a nine seed and Oklahoma as a four seed. So that's 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 how it goes on the uh, on the women's side. So six teams from the Big 12 on the women's side, six teams on the men's side into the uh, field of 68 for the NCAA tournament. 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Coming up in a couple of minutes, uh, if we can wake him up, we're going to get Jerry Hill uh, and talk some uh, talk some Baylor basketball, a little baseball, softball, you name it, a lot of things going on 
And uh, we'll do our Monday visit with Jerry coming up in a few minutes. But right now, we're going to talk about Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned independent pharmacy. And uh, I'm just telling you right now that Doc Everett and his group are going to do a fantastic job. You give them the opportunity to serve you, and that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to provide you tremendous service with free delivery to your home or to your office. Or you can go by the, uh, the store at 3211 Robinson Drive. You can go through the drive through you can go inside, you can go through you can, a walk-up window, or you can have them bring it out to the car to you. I mean, they, they'll do it a, a number of ways to take care of you make sure that you get your prescriptions. They also offer diabetic testing supplies, walkers and wheelchairs. They do vaccines. You see, they, they basically are your one-stop shop for all your pharmaceutical needs. And they, uh, they're open Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday from 9 to 6, and Saturday from 9 to 2 for your convenience. Here's what I love about them. I, I, I call in and go, hey, I need to refill my prescriptions. They say, we'll have them done for you. Next thing I know, I'm getting a text message that says three of three or five of five, or whatever the case may be, how many prescriptions you have. They're going to tell you that your prescriptions are ready and uh, ready to be picked up or they'll deliver them for you. It is Circle Drugs. See Doc Everett and the crew at 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's their phone number, 662-0774. That's 662-0774. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. So it's artisanal. Yeah, not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu, not regular old <laughs> bread. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Baylor's Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. 
business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor has drawn the number one seed in the East Region of the NCAA postseason tournament. They open play against Norfolk State on Thursday at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. The Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region and will host Hawaii Friday at the Ferrell Center. Ole Miss and South Dakota will be the other two teams coming to Waco. An RBI single in the 10th by Jared McKenzie led Baylor baseball to a 4-3 win over Columbia to earn the Bears the series win. MCC baseball took both ends of their Saturday doubleheader at Ranger to open conference 3-1. McClendon softball team won all four games with Ranger to improve the 7-1 in league play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-three. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Garrett. And we welcome into the program, as we do every Monday, the uh, Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University, Jerry Hill. Jerry, first of all, how do you like the springing forward thing? Uh, and I, I can tell you my wife hates it. Like, <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not a fan favorite around our household. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just, it's, you know, now the sun will be up till 10 o'clock at night. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, just, I don't get it. All right, <laughs> Ward's giving a thumbs down. Uh, any surprises when it comes to the brackets, either on the men's side or the women's side, in your opinion, when it comes to, to Baylor and the Big 12? Um, I don't think so to Baylor. I mean, obviously, you know, the the women, you know, were hoping for a one seed. They were basically one rung away from it. Um, they, You know, because I, I think they were literally the fifth team because um, Louisville's the one and they're the two and – and Louisville was definitely the fourth one. So, I, you know, that one was a little bit of a disappointment, but I don't know that it was totally surprising. Um, you know, I hope it wasn't, you know, based on, on the Big 12 tournament because, again, I don't think those should have a big bearing on, on the NCAA selection. So I don't know if that did or not. But, uh, you know, that was a little bit of a disappointment. But, uh, you know, and I was I was pleasantly surprised with, with the men getting one. Um, you know, you – you hoped uh, that they got those first two games in in Fort Worth, and they did. Um, and you know, I guess ideally it, it would have been you know number one uh, in, in the South, and and being able to go to San Antonio for the for the regional. But you know, this was a you know number one seed, um, and getting to play those first two games in Fort Worth that w- that was amazing. Uh, you know, I don't know about the rest of the league. I mean, the women got four host sites uh you know and and i think the men got three so yeah it was it was a good uh you know good in sub ncaa tournament selections for the big 12 for sure on the men's side jerry what do you think behooves the bears being in fort worth i know that that's a good thing but 
You know, this this bracket that they're in, it, do you see it as a good path or a very, very difficult path? No, I I, I would probably agree with the analysts, uh, you know, on ESPN that said this this is definitely the hardest. This is I mean, you think about the teams that are, you know, that are in there with them, um, you know, some some really blue bloods, uh, you know, with with Kentucky as the two, with UCLA as the four. Purdue is the three. St. Mary's is the five. That's not as much of a blue blood. Texas is in there. I mean, that's a North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, I I knew I was leaving somebody. And and Shaka with Marquette. Shaka Mm -hmm. Smart with Marquette. So yeah, this is no. This is I think it is. And 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 I think you look at those names, and I, I definitely think it is. This is the hardest region there is. So no, they did not get any. Uh, you know, benefit there. But, uh, yeah, again, I think, you know, just the chance to play in Fort Worth that close where your fans can get there, that's a that's a big advantage for them. Jerry, looking at the bracket on the men's side, are there any bad matchups for when you look at the Big 12 teams in the first round? I know for me, when I see that Virginia Tech-Texas team, that's a red oh, flag. Yeah, yeah I, and, I, and I think the analysts kind of hit that one on the nail, too, is that, um, you know, I, I think Virginia Tech might actually be favored in that game because, um, that's not a good matchup for Texas and Virginia Tech, obviously on a good roll. Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a really bad matchup for them. Um, you know, Kansas, I think, obviously got a very favorable uh, as they usually do, but they they don't always take advantage of it. So, uh, but yeah, I think that was the one that jumped out at me too, Garrett. Is that is that Texas matchup? Because you know, and, and obviously Texas, you know, not uh, maybe playing their best either. So, um, you know, you'd like to see him get past that, but that, that'll be a tough one to get through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back to the uh, to the women for just a minute. Uh, f- four games in four days, small rotation. Uh, that was not the same team that we'd saw earlier in the tournament. No, I don't think the one we saw yesterday was at all. And, and, and I don't think uh, you want to use the excuse of being fatigued because, you know, Texas had an overtime game. But Texas has more than seven players too, right? Uh, and I I do think that was a difference yesterday. Um, they just that you're right. They just didn't even look like the same team. So um, you know, and I think Texas had a lot to do with that. Texas played them really hard, physical on defense. You know, um, uh, was getting through screens and and uh, yeah, I I I did not think that was a good Baylor team, and I think Nikki would agree with that. And but yeah, that was a tough task. Um, for a team that has basically seven players, but uh, as she said in in her interview after, uh, you know they don't have that now. They get a day between, and then you get four or five days in between the next round. So I I don't think the NCAA tournament will be nearly as hard for them, at least on that part, as the Big Twelve tournament was. This will be the last time um, this year, anyway, that they'll have to play three games in three days like that. Out of the six teams on the men's side, do you how many teams do you see at least making it to the Sweet 16? You know, I would say, you know, obviously Baylor, uh, Kansas, I think Tech. Um, I don't know. Can we get more than that? Possibly. But that's, that's the three I would say have a really good chance. Um, you know, and if Texas plays well, they can. Um, so, you know, I, I think the big 12 should have a good showing, um, uh, you know, and we'll see what the other teams do as well, but those would be, uh, Ward, those would be my favorites would be Baylor, Kansas and tech. 
Jerry, over the weekend, uh, Baylor baseball took on Columbia. What were your biggest takeaways from that series? Uh, it was big to get the win yesterday. Um, you know, that would have been a downer, you know, after you take uh, two of three at the Shriners Classic to come back and, and lose a series to an Ivy League team. I think it's a, you know, a better Columbia team, uh, you know, a better Ivy League team than you would think. Uh, and, man, they battled. Columbia really battled them all weekend. Um, but, yeah, Jared McKenzie coming through with the hit in the 10th inning, that's a that's a guy that was hitting below the Mendoza line before that. So uh, maybe that gets him going. You know, this is a guy that was a – I believe he was like a 385. You know, he, he had the school record for career batting average going into this season, and, and he was hitting, I think, 185 before that at bat. So – um, you know, hopefully that gets him going. Uh, you know, Tyler Thomas again pitched a great game on Friday night. Um, you know, Jake Jackson has has struggled a little bit in the bullpen, just kind of blew up uh, in that second game. Uh, but you know, for the most part, the bullpen got the job done uh, on Sunday. I just I, I would have liked to seen him hit the ball a little better. Uh, but again, I just think winning that series gives you a little momentum going in. I mean, they've won nine of their last twelve now, so. Uh, and then you get a game against Sam Houston uh, tomorrow and, and start uh, conference play with TCU this weekend. How about that? You've got a full you got a yeah. full full slate uh, uh, with uh, with baseball and, and, of course, softball still going and, and uh, then uh, your men and women. Uh, I, I want to take you back. <laughs> We're bouncing you all over the place today. But, uh, sure. You're, you're so versatile you can do this. Yeah. Uh, and I think we touched on it briefly last week, but – just talk a little bit about, you know, the job that these two coaches have done. I mean, first of all, for Scott, obviously, with all of these injuries, that was, I mean, they, they you know, they kept re- having to reinvent the, this team a little bit. Uh, but for Nikki, all of the all of the obstacles for Coach Collin and, and the job that she's done, I, I, again, I go back particularly on for her, I think the yeah. job that she's done is pretty darn remarkable. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, uh, those are those were not – you know, easy shoes to fill with, nope. with Kim leaving. Yeah, with Kim leaving to LSU, and you've got to replace a legend. You know, one that's won you know three national championships here and and goes to the NCAA obviously every year. Uh, they've been to the Sweet Sixteen, I believe, ten straight times. So, uh, yeah, th- th- those were very you know tough shoes to fill. And then you know you walk into a roster you know like we like we talked about basically with seven or eight players and uh yeah and i guess i guess the only thing that that you know knock on wood of course you had the scare yesterday but they have not had injuries you know if they had had injuries it would have it would have definitely tore them up and of course melissa smith went out with a, a knee injury in the first half of the game yesterday and that didn't help either um but yeah i think she's done an amazing job and then again you start out Oh, and two in the league and everybody, you know, the sky is falling. Baylor's done. Uh, the dynasty is over that kind of thing. And, um, you know, and then they win a, a big 12 championship and then Scott on the men's side. I mean, you, you lose four returning or, or four starters, um, all of them playing pro professional sports. So, uh, and then you have just injury after injury. I don't know that I've seen one like that. You know, they had, Tristan Clark injury four years ago, um, but nothing like this. I mean, Langston Love, who I believe is supposed to be the best of those freshmen, he he got hurt before the season. He has a you know season-ending knee injury uh, in the preseason, and then you lose Jonathan Chamwachachua, and then you have guys like 
you know, Kinjo and, and, and Jeremy Sohan and Flagler and LJ Cryer. Cryer has missed, I believe it's now 11 of the last 12 games. He's played once since January. So to lose all those pieces and somehow piece it together um, to win 14 of your 18 conference games and win a share of a title was amazing. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I, and I'm sure it was to him disappointing to lose in that uh, quarterfinal game against Oklahoma. But it, it, what it did was it, you know, and we had talked about this too, but it gave those guys a team that really needed it two extra days of rest uh, to get ready for the NCAA tournament. Jerry, I'm going to keep bouncing you around. We're a few days away from spring football kicking off and getting started and putting the pads on. Do you expect a quarterback battle in the spring? Yeah, I think you've got to see one. Although, I mean, Gary Bohannon, you know, he kind of he kind of showed you what he can do. And, I mean, he led you, you know, I mean, obviously Blake won the Big 12 championship game. But Gary got you there. So, but I still think, yes, it will definitely be a battle. Uh, you know, and then Drones is sitting there as well. So, you know, I think it, that will be probably the one to watch this spring. And, and I think either way you come out of it with, uh, you know, feeling good about whoever is in that quarterback role. And, and uh, you know, hopefully you don't lose anybody. I mean, that's, that's kind of been the case, uh, you know, in, in this day and age is that if you don't win the job, you leave. So, Hopefully that doesn't happen, you know, I mean, but we've seen it pretty much everywhere, guys. Jerry, you mentioned Cryer there. I mean, to me, he's got to step on the court, right? Like, you got to at least put him out there in March Madness. But at the same time, with him being out, are you concerned at all if they put him in, if that he'll go cold with not having the reps right. under his belt? You know, in the one game that he played, Garrett, he went out there and hit two of his first three or something like that, three-point shots. So, you know it's in him. I, you know, I don't know I because it was weird that he played the one game and then he hadn't played in the, what, five or six games since then. So, I'm honestly, at this point, I'm not even expecting him to be out there. I hope he is. I hope the, you know, the foot is good enough to go. But uh, I, I guess the benefit at this point, if he's not able to go, is you've played all these games without him. Right. And you've won without him. That's that's the thing. Uh, you know, if, if they had lost him in the Big 12 tournament and, and you were missing that key piece and you hadn't really played any games, but this team's played a lot of games shorthanded. So, you know, I, I, that would just be a big bonus. And I think his his presence, like you said, I think it could do a lot for them. You know, obviously he's a big scoring threat, but he's also a good defender. So I think, uh, you know, if, if you get him back, I think that's your path to a, to another Final Four. I think without LJ, it's going to be tough uh, to get through that gauntlet uh, that is the East Region. Jerry, what uh, what are you working on? Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm done. So no, it'll be like you said. It'll be a busy week, and and it worked out probably about as good as it could, honestly, Tom. With uh, you know the men and the women playing on alternate days. Yep, and I. And I get to drive, you know, the 90 miles to Fort Worth. Uh, so that's that worked out about as good as it could have. And, and even Nikki mentioned that in her interview after the game that, you know, that's a that's a bonus for them, too, that, you know, maybe you do get some of the crowd that would have been up at the men's game because uh, the women could have had, I believe it's a Saturday, Monday, you know, uh, regional. And, and instead they got Friday, Sunday, and they'll be on alternate days. So I'll be busy, man. I'll be tearing up that road between here and I th- in between here and Caltown. Hey, it's it's four dollars a gallon. You think we we should all carpool? 
<laughs> I think I think everybody should carpool. <laughs> Let's run a bus. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jerry, thanks. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See you later. That's Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism. And, of course, uh, he's got plenty to read in the uh, Baylor Bear Insider. Uh, 747, 13 away from 8. And we're going to switch gears here in just a second, talk some football. Garrett covered a uh, – how would you describe it? Was it an all-star collection of talent? Would that be uh, fair? It was some of the best talent in the nation. All right there yes. in the Metroplex. Yes. We'll talk about it next. Uh, but right now we're going to talk about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers at 1810 Herring, serving the best burger in Waco. They, they cook it on a flat-top grill. they got secret ingredient that they put on the burger and, of course, they don't cook that burger until you order it. And then they're going to cook it the way you want it. You can you can have all of the fixings, none of the fixings, some of the fixings, and you can do it your way at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They also have chicken fried steak sandwiches, grilled chicken sandwiches, Philly cheese steak sandwiches. Of course, they have all the, the things that come with it, the fries, the curly fries, tots, onion rings, all that good stuff. It's all right there at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They also cater. you got a big event coming up, maybe a graduation party in May. Uh, maybe, and you're saying, well, I don't want a burger for this for this special event, this wedding uh, you know, reception. Well, they'll cook anything you want. At the restaurant, it's, it's all about burgers and that – but on their catering side, they'll cook anything you want. If you, if you need more information, here's the phone number, 753-1603. That's 753-1603. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on Game Time, we're joined out by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. You look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere we've played, we've had a sellout. And you look at our environment with college game day and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Saturday and Sunday, March 19th and 20th. Be the first to see and own the all-new-to-market Twisted Creek Ranch at the Sneak Preview Land Sale. Get 10 acres for only $99.9. Or a new 1,200-square-foot barn dominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. With a prime centralized location between Fort Worth and Austin, this relaxing country retreat offers great features like high-speed fiber optic internet, a gated entrance, electric, and more. Live within minutes of the charming towns of Hamilton and Comanche and be near premier water recreation on Proctor Lake. Don't wait to own 10 beautiful acres in the country for only $99.9 or a new 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. Excellent land financing is available, so call now. 877-333-9413 or visit TwistedCreekTX.com Prices for a 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell and 30 foot by 10 foot covered porch constructed with concrete pad on a 10 acre parcel at Twisted Creek Ranch. Depending on location and setting, additional concrete costs may apply. Special barn price available to Lone Star customers only. An equal housing opportunity. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. StarTex Propane has been servicing McClendon and surrounding counties since 1976. This local and family-owned business is happy to take care of all your commercial and residential propane needs, including tank service, refills, outdoor kitchens, grills, fireplace units, turkey fryers, and fish cookers. StarTex offers competitive pricing that will meet or beat their competitors. So head on over to their website, StarTexPropane.com, or stop by the Big Red Building on LaSalle Avenue and join the more than 14,000 customers in Central Texas that choose StarTex Propane for all their propane needs. ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at DMRA Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop DMRA Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. Seven fifty-three, seven away from eight. Uh, we've got more coming up with uh, Coach Scott Drew and with Coach Nikki Collin in our next hour as we continue talking Baylor basketballs. The Bears and the uh, Baylor women get ready for NCAA tournament time here, and uh, we'll have all the games right here on ESPN Central Texas. Jerry mentioned that the uh, the Baylor men are going to be Thursday, Saturday. The Baylor women are going to be Friday, Sunday. Again, I do not have a game time for the Baylor women as of yet. Uh, I'm sure we'll get that uh, probably today. Uh, we got the, the Baylor men's first game. The Thursday game is going to be 1 o'clock, so 1230 for the pregame here on ESPN Central Texas. But what it does allow us to do is put all the games right here on ESPN Central Texas like we were able to do last week with the uh, the uh, Big 12 tournament with the uh, with the, uh, the the way it fell, the women playing uh, late in the day and the men playing early in the day. So uh, we were able to do that, and we're going to do it again this week. We'll have all of the uh, the games right here on ESPN Central Texas. And so, therefore, therefore, some of the other things that, that air on ESPN Central Texas, such as Baylor baseball, that will have to move uh, to a, a different radio station in all likelihood. But we'll, we'll let you know as uh, as it all kind of unfolds here. Uh, 7.54, Garrett, you were you were out in the sun and the wind yesterday, and <laughs> yeah. it certainly looks like it. Yeah, so I went up to Arlington Martin High School. You had the Under Armour All-American camp there. Um, you had hundreds of kids from Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Mississippi coming out to compete. Uh, you were working. The kids had the opportunity to work hands-on. You had Pepper Johnson, former Giants linebacker, uh, was working with the linebacking crew. You had Jeff Blake, former NFL quarterback, that was working with the quarterbacks. And you had multiple other NFL, former NFL guys out there uh, that were hands-on with these kids. Um, so you had a good showing. There was a couple of – What are the benefits for the kids showing up? Why, why, why – if – if I'm an elite athlete, mm-hmm. why do I want to be there? Because you're going to get reps against the best 
of uh, the best competition in the nation, right? Like if you can go out there and you can show out and you can compete against these guys, when you line up on Friday, there's nobody that's going to mess with you. Am I showcasing my talents in front of college recruiters? Just so every every kid that was there, Under Armour takes a film mm. and they make custom, um, you get a custom player profile and they send it out to 60 of the 61 uh, D1 schools. I was the only school that doesn't want this. You know, imagine that. Uh, so every school on Tuesday morning uh, will get a personal highlight tape from this camp for the kids. We had over 40 media members from 247 Sports, On3, and Rivals out there. So we were able to get eyes on the kids, communicate with them, and we'll be able to put articles out uh, that will go into helping them get recruited as well. Uh, but you had some local kids out there I was really impressed to see. You had Jaden Chapman. I love this kid. He's a big offensive lineman from Harker Heights, 6'5", 290. He looked really good out there. Conley Cadets showed up with three uh, really big talents on their team. You had Trey Wisner, the running back. You got Oklahoma looking at him. Texas, he's really phenomenal. Kobe Black, I mean, we know what Corey could do. Mm -hmm. Kobe is really good. DB, 2024 kid, he was out there. Jelani McDonald looked really good yesterday at the DB position as well. Uh, so I was impressed to see them. One of my favorite running backs in the state for the 2023 class is Marquise Collins from College Station. He won MVP yesterday. Uh, he's just everything he does, his agility, his ability to catch out of the backfield, block. I mean, he's got all of the intangibles that you're looking for. Another kid, and that was he's a Baylor target. And another Baylor target that really kind of blew everybody away yesterday was Terrence Green. He's a defensive lineman from Cy Woods. Uh, this is a kid that 6'5", he was the biggest defensive lineman out there. Really? Uh, yeah. And he won MVP as well. I mean, Everything he did, he looked like Gabe Hall. If you're, if you're a Baylor fan and you like what you saw from Gabe Hall, Terrence Green is like a reincarnation of Gabe Hall. Uh, another big player that looked really good out there and won MVP, and this is another Baylor target, is uh, North Crowley linebacker Samaje Burrell. And he dropped his top 11 yesterday. Um, Baylor is on that top 11. Uh, but Samaje is a prototypical linebacker, 6'2". He can move all over the field. Uh, really phenomenal. And it was a good opportunity for me. I finally got to put eyes on Austin Novosad, the Baylor quarterback commit from Dripping Springs. I really like what he can do with the football. He can spin it. He can make any throw that you're asking, uh, whether it's the outs going across the, the uh, cross field, everything. He can make the throws, and he's got a lot of velocity on it. There were some receivers out there yesterday. And we, it's, it's difficult if you're a quarterback and a receiver in these camps because you don't have time to establish you know, a rhythm, get on the same mm -hmm. page. Uh, but some of, some of the balls were coming off his hands pretty hot, and the kids were struggling to catch it. That was the only kind of takeaway. Um, but he looked really, really good. Uh, got to see Connor Stroh. Uh, he's an offensive lineman for Frisco Wakeland that Baylor really likes. I liked what he did. Uh, Peyton Pierce from Lucas Lovejoy. Uh, he had a solid uh, performance from the camp as well. So there was a lot of talent out there, a great networking opportunity, and it was a lot of fun. All right. So I, when, you, when you looked at the talent, that was there was there one kid that you went man oh man this is the difference maker in this class oh man there was a lot I would say definitely uh David Hicks the defensive tackle um from Allen I believe is he's just a monster I mean there's nobody that could stop him he was really good in one-on-ones uh there was this other kid let me see if I can find his name he was from Louisiana um, I, I don't have his name, Mark, but he really kind of blew me away. He's a defensive lineman. He's kind of undersized, but he was so quick that, I mean, 
the offensive linemen were like almost a step behind every time they were trying to you know get back to block him. Uh, those were a couple that really stood out to me. Good stuff. All right, so that was uh, that was yesterday. Uh, 7.58. We're a couple of minutes away from 8 o'clock. Now, will you be going to more of these type camps? Yeah, so it's really – this is kind of like really kicking off camp season. You've had some seven-on-seven seven and stuff. Um, I plan on doing that. But really, when Baylor gets their camps rolling here in the summer, you'll have two or three in June, one in July. I'll be at all of those camps. That'd be good. All right, uh, and he'll keep us posted on all that stuff. Yep. 7.58. We're a couple of minutes away from 8 o'clock as we uh, – Spring forward. Boy, that's always fun. Miserable. Oh, my God. Miserable. Ooh. 7.58. John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Week program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's coverage check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's and men's basketball both dancing into the NCAA tournament with top two seeds. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball fell in the Big 12 Tournament Championship game yesterday in Kansas City. 67-58 the final score to the Texas Lady Longhorns. But later in the day, Coach Nikki Collin and the Baylor women received a number two seed in the NCAA Tournament. They're in the Wichita Regional. Baylor will open at home on Friday against the University of Hawaii. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Baylor men for the second consecutive year are a number one seed headed into the NCAA tournament. The Bears will open just up the road in Fort Worth on Thursday at 1 p.m., taking on 16th seed Norfolk State in their tournament opener. The road to the Final Four begins in Fort Worth for the Bears on Thursday. Well, really excited about Fort Worth, and the guys worked really hard to make that happen. Um, getting a number one seed uh, two years in a row. And then with the COVID year, we were set to be a number one seed. So that had been three times in a row. And uh, that's really rare air. There's only three teams that had done that since 2010. So uh, a great accomplishment for what the guys have uh, worked hard to achieve. And um, the perks of that are playing in Fort Worth. So excited about that. East regional, uh, no matter what regional you look at, no matter what game you look at, you're like, man, that's a tough game. And there's a reason. Uh, uh, there's a lot of parody in college basketball. They call it March Madness for a reason. Sometimes you look at the numbers and 116, 215, 
three fourteen look like a big difference when us coaches know there's really not that big a difference. So uh, uh, survive in advance. You better be ready to go. Otherwise, you're going home. Scott Drew and the Bears opening play as the top seed in the East Regional on Thursday in Fort Worth. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball takes two of three from Columbia at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor women's tennis a 7-0 winner over Texas Tech in Big 12 play. And track and field wraps up their indoor schedule at the NCAA National Indoors in Birmingham, Alabama. They'll run outdoors for the first time this season at the TCU Invitational this weekend. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears open play in the NCAA tournament as a top seed in the East Regional Thursday in Fort Worth against Norfolk State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Thursday. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Five minutes after 8 o'clock, it's 8.05. This is game time as we welcome you into hour number two of the program with Tom Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. We are brought to you in part by Good Feet, Versalift Southwest, Pro Star Rental, and Big Boys Record Service. Glad to have you with us here in our Allen Samuel Studios. All right, uh, as we mentioned, we, we've talked about it a little bit this morning, <laughs> just slightly, but we continue to talk about it. it it's, it's, it's a, first of all, it's a big story, and, and secondly, it's a cool story to see uh, the Baylor men a one seed, the Baylor women a two seed. Scott Drew, as we mentioned, met with the media virtually last night. And he talked about going to Fort Worth and being in that East region. Well, re really excited about Fort Worth, and the guys worked really hard to make that happen. Um, getting a number one seed uh, two years in a row, and then with the COVID year, we were we were set to be a number one seed. So that had been three times in a row, and uh, that's really rare air. There's only three teams that have done that since 2010. So. Uh, a great accomplishment for what the guys have uh, worked hard to achieve. And um, the perks of that are playing in Fort Worth. So excited about that. East regional, uh, no matter what regional you look at, no matter what game you look at, you're like, man, that's a tough game. And there's a reason. Uh, uh, there's a lot of parody in college basketball. They call it March Madness for a reason. Sometimes you look at the numbers and 116, 215, 314 look like a big difference when us coaches know there's really not that big a difference. So uh, uh, survive in advance. You better be ready to go. Otherwise, you're going home. All right. And, and I, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm with him there. I, I think in, we mentioned it earlier in the, in the first hour. When, when you have the portal and you have the transfers and you have the movement that you have now, 
I think they said it last night on on one of the shows. You don't have great basketball teams. You have a lot of really good basketball teams. And quite frankly, I like that. It makes for interesting games. No, it does. And that's what I was trying to you know say earlier is because there was a few years back when the, it, we were seeing all these one and dones and you know Duke starts reeling and then Kentucky can't put it together and it just was a bad product. And now you have so many teams that can come out and win it. Even last year, I mean, the field was wide open. I, I think you obviously Baylor – and Gonzaga made some noise in, in Michigan. But you had teams that you knew you were going to have to fight to get through. It wasn't like, oh, well, they're just going to cruise to it. And and now this year, we're seeing even more of that. And I think this is going to be a trend uh, that we see to continue to grow. And I think we're going to see some of the best March Madnesses over the next decade. Everybody seems to have Gonzaga as the team to beat. They got the number one seed. Do What do we think about Gonzaga and, and 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 look, I know where they're located. I know what conference they're in. What do we think of Gonzaga? I, I mean, I'm just I'm just curious. I I know St. Mary's is a good team, but are they playing the competition that the SEC, that the Big Twelve, that the Big Ten played night in and night out? And I don't think they have. No, they're not. I mean, this is a team that kind of walks through the WCC. Uh, you had St. Mary's who challenged you. St. Mary's will make a little run, but they're not going to do much. I, I think at Zaga, though, they do have enough talent, and they have a good path that they can make it to probably the Elite Eight without you know even really being pushed. I have them facing Texas Tech. That's a tricky game. I think Tech could easily beat Gonzaga. I, I, I have the same thing, and I, I got Tech could. beat him there. See, and I think that I had Gonzaga going. Defense-wise, defense but because Tech that. scares me. So I think it's one of those things where you'll see Gonzaga kind of do what they've done this year, walk to the Elite Eight, and then finally start getting pushed. And I, I, I think don't they're going to get pushed by Arkansas in the Sweet 16. Yeah. That, I mean, that's they, where I have them starting to get pushed, and I think that wears them out enough to where Tech defensively can get them in the Elite Eight. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think Arkansas is a really, really good they're, basketball they're team. They're a real good and basketball team. And I promise you they're I, well coached. I got Arkansas getting beat the first round. No. Vermont. It's not me. They're good. Vermont's good. Trust me. I'm telling you, they're good. I think just about everybody in this tournament is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm looking at North Carolina as an eight seed, a number eight seed, and they've got 24 wins, guys. Yeah, I mean, 20, look, I mean, in in the ACC, they're a solid team. I mean, we saw what they were able to do in the tournament. They look good. I think Virginia Tech was really hot. That's what went into to beating them. Uh, I just North Carolina is one of those teams that I still think they're trying to find their identity. Yeah, I got Marquette knocking them out I in the first too. round. I do too. That's a nine at 19 wins, beating an eight at 24 wins. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it could happen. It is Shaka smart. Yeah, it is. All right. It is Shaka coaching him. I, I, Look, and I think he's co- doing a good job coaching him. He's in the right place. He, he He's in the right fit for him. And I think Shaka's going to get back to doing what we're used to seeing Shaka do. Mm-hmm. So you guys on, 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 uh, on Saturday have Baylor playing Marquette. Marquette. I do. Yeah, I do too. Again, it's it's called March Madness. I mean, the only thing that would really surprise me would be if a sixteen beat a one, and, and probably a fifteen beating a two. I, I a sixteen beating a one has happened one time. That's it. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Not saying it can't, but it just doesn't. Oh, it's uh, rare. Uh, and and same thing with twos and fifteens. But beyond that, I mean, you know, it. Who knows? Who knows? And again, I think. I think the the culture of the tournament is is going to change and is changing as again we pointed out for the third time. Uh, 
you're not you you're not going to have those great teams anymore. You're going to have a bunch of really good teams, and in that scenario, who plays well that particular day? It's who's going to advance. So yeah. it truly Ward survive in advance. Oh, there's it, no when, doubt when you, when you get to this kind of stuff. Absolutely, and it gives you an opportunity. You know, and I think you know Garrett made a, a great point earlier in the show about the transfer portal and, you know, COVID kind of lent us to that with the extra year eligibility and mm-hmm. everything else. And Super senior. Yeah, a lot of players are not bailing for the D-League now, and they're, they're understanding, hey, you know what, maybe I can hang here and get to play a little more basketball. Maybe the D-League wasn't all we thought it was going to be to begin with. And so they're getting the extra time, and they're going to other places, and they're getting an opportunity to get more floor time and, and play more basketball, and that's what it's all about. I think also what it's going to do is – and this is something we can all start watching is when you see these teams, well, I'll, all right, we'll use Vermont as an example, or Yale, if they get, I think Yale will get past the first round. You're going to see some of these these players that really shine from these smaller schools. And they're next gonna, year, they're, they're going to be on a to D1 a larger, run. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of a, a just a really a showcase in your talent and putting yourself out there. And I think you're going to see a lot of names pop up from these smaller schools that next year we're like, Oh, you're at Arizona. That's cool to see. I mean, you look, Texas Tech is a prime example of that this year. Well, uh, you, you look around at the ones and the twos, and they are really outstanding basketball teams. But is there one clear dominant basketball team uh, among the top eight in your ones and your twos? Dominant? I don't think dominant. I think Arizona is the best team. But I, I, do I, I don't think they're dominant. And and they're the only ones among those top eight that enter with thirty plus wins right. at thirty one and three. Yeah. So, uh, and again, you know, you look at that and you go, okay, what was the league like? We we talk about Gonzaga. How good was the Pac twelve this year? I think it was pretty good. I mean, solid. You got UCLA that yep. they're going to make a deep run. Um, UCLA, by the way, if they would not have had some injuries and some things come up, they could have been a one seed. No, I mean, absolutely. Th- they're talented enough to be a one seed. I think USC is the team that you can't sleep on. They're obviously not UCLA or you know Arizona caliber, but they're they're good. They're a tournament team. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean Arizona went through some solid teams. Oregon's always a nightmare to play. Um, so yeah, I'm not really worried about their level of competition as much as when you look at. Gonzaga, that's obvious, though. You know, it's interesting, and, and again, there's there's always those teams, for whatever reason, I, I, I just I don't know anything about New Mexico State, yet Jay Billis went on and on and on about the Aggies uh, last night on the program, New Mexico State, and New Mexico State is 26-6, and six, and, you know, uh, I, I, they're, they're, and there's, there's, there's a handful of teams that you go, really, who? Yeah. Uh, because for whatever reason, you were so tunnel visioned on the teams that you follow in the league that you cover that I, I, I did, I have not seen New Mexico state play one minute this year. I haven't either. I've, I usually try like in late February to start putting eyes on some of these other mm-hmm. teams to get a, you know, a feel for it. And I think that's what really what these conference t- uh, tournaments do. That's probably their, their best attribute is allowing you to have full access and put eyes on these teams. So I haven't had a chance to watch New Mexico State yet, but, I mean, they're in that, what is that, that 12-5? Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's yeah. always a dangerous matchup there. Yeah. The five, I mean, you're the five seed. They're, they're the 12, so they, uh, they will play on UConn. See, and that's a very winnable game for them. Yeah. If UConn is streaky. If UConn gets hot from behind the arc, yeah, they're dangerous. But if they go dry, I mean, yeah, they're very vulnerable. 
So uh, that's 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 kind of what's going on on the uh, on the men's side there, and we'll talk about the women and hear from Nikki Collin. We'll do that coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. A thick cloud cover over the area will start to erode this afternoon before our next cold front moves in this evening, bringing a chance for some showers and possibly strong thunderstorms. Winds will be fairly breezy this afternoon, gusting as high as 30 miles per hour. Highs will top out at 73 degrees. Our rain chance comes to an end by tomorrow morning. Sunshine makes its return tomorrow with a high of 70 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather the baylor coaches show from rudy's in waco our next baylor coaches show moved up a day to wednesday march 16th come to rudy's and hear from equestrian coach casey maxwell and men's golf coach mike mcgraw that's wednesday march 16th that's the baylor coaches show from 6 to 7 p.m from rudy's on the circle in waco and here on espn central texas at asco we don't spend time getting ready we are ready that's what it means when we say we're on it we're on it with dedicated service and support rentals sales and delivery we're on it with case construction equipment equipment that's powerful efficient and dependable case equipment that can dominate a job site endure the elements and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job at asco we're on it whatever it is have you ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. 
Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Nineteen minutes after eight o'clock, it is eight nineteen. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. Uh, we talked a lot about the men. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the uh, the women. Again, six teams from the Big Twelve Conference going into the tournament, and uh, after uh, after playing last night and watching the selection show, uh, Nikki Collin talked about uh, being a number two seed and going to Wichita. You know, I, it's it's kind of what they've been predicting all along. You know, I, I think. When the first 16 came out, you know, when we were a four, we felt pretty good about that. And so to be on this run and to, to be in that consideration for being on the one line, um, you know, shows the class of this team and, and really how they came together down the stretch. Certainly disappointed in some ways we didn't get, get the one seed, but I'll tell you, like, it's the same bracket. You know, it's just whether we're at the top of the bracket or the bottom of the bracket. And, and certainly they said it on the broadcast. It's, it's what color uniforms you're wearing. Um, if you get there, but certainly there's a lot um, in front of us, you know, a potential rematch with Michigan. I haven't watched Hawaii yet, obviously, um, but I know Ole Miss had a breakthrough year. S- South Dakota is always good. I watched them in a squeaker against Oklahoma early in the season. So um, really good teams certainly come into Waco for that first and second rounds. And, and she's right. That should be fun. I mean, you're going to have Ole Miss and South Dakota and then Baylor and Hawaii and uh, – Look, there's four teams from the Big 12 hosting in this uh, of the 16 teams that uh, that host. So four, I mean, one fourth of the host teams are Big 12 teams, and then there's two others that are going to be on the road. So you got six teams uh, out of the Big 12 that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. Again, four of them are hosting, and I think that is a huge advantage. No, that's pretty impressive, and I mean, I think that shows this year. I think when you look at the the women's side, it's been the most deep. It's been the deepest that it's been in quite some time. And I think it's only going to continue that trajectory. So every one of those teams earned it. Uh, and it's, I think it just speaks volumes. It reflects the, the talent that you saw in the conference this season. And, and that's a cool pod. I mean, I mean, you, you've got a little bit of everything that, that'll be at the Ferrell Center uh, over the weekend. And again, Friday, Sunday. And I love the fact, and I don't know if this was by accident. It probably was. I don't think the, uh, the women's committee and the men's committee got together and said, hey, look. Uh, but it just so happens that the Baylor men are going to be Thursday, Saturday. The women are going to be Friday, Sunday. So uh, it gives us a, uh, it gives all of us a chance, Ward, to, to keep up with everything that's going on. And it's going to be a hectic, busy weekend. But, look, we're going to try to be at every swing in one of these games and, and cover them and be there for you. So should be a lot of fun. It is going to be fun. And having them just, uh, you know, 78 miles apart, that's, mm-hmm. that's really good for Baylor fans. Because you know, being on opposite days, you know they can they can drive to Dickey's Arena, check out the men, come back and fill up the Ferrell Center both days, and so and try to push each one of them to to the next round. I think it's going to be fun for for all Baylor fans. How how far does this Baylor women's basketball team go? I got them in the Final Four, Elite Eight. I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he took the safe route. I, I got to study a little bit more. Right? <laughs> I got to study. A l- I, I'm telling you what, I wouldn't want to play them. I'll say that. No, not I at mean, all. I mean, I really wouldn't. I mean, uh, especially I watched the first three days of the Big Twelve tournament, 
and you're like, holy moly, is this team good? They are. I mean, they're they're obviously one of the best teams in the nation. I think you just got to be consistent. Uh, and look, the four games in four days really caught up to them. Now that you got you know some time to rest, get back to one hundred percent. It's definitely going to. And then sleeping in your own bed. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. Well, it, you know, look, how many do they have in rotation? Seven. seven. There you go. Yeah. That's four That's games in four games in four days for seven players. It, it's you know something's got to give somewhere. Absolutely. Right. And so now now they can get their legs back underneath them. They have plenty of time to spread this out. I, I think there's no doubt they're a Final Four team. I mean, you go back and just look at their free throw shooting yesterday. It just wasn't very good. They didn't have any legs. They, right. That's exactly right. Uh, there was a lot of one and dones, and they're very, very. In Texas had some second chance. I mean, it was all of the things that go. Hey, look, this team's just not you know. So, but that's the way it is. I mean, and and so when you don't have legs, you can't shoot. No free but, throws or anything else. But now you're playing every other day, uh, and you're playing twice a week. So it's kind of how you went through this whole thing anyway. I mean, you played. Typically Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Sunday. So you're going to be playing Friday, Sunday. Plenty. It's, it's plenty good. Oh, it's perfect. Plenty good. So you'll be in good shape. Now, she was asked about the East region, Coach Collin was, after the game. And she talked about, you know, how you pair teams up for television. I did. I did. Um, if you'd asked me two certainties with the NCAA tournament, I would have said UConn and Bridgeport and uh, LSU and Baylor in the same regional. So um, they have not had them in our regional for a while, but, um, yeah, I just they love, they love that for TV and, and ratings purposes. And, you know, but I think, you know, you think about it's a, it's a potential rematch with Michigan, which was the Sweet 16 game a year ago as well as, as one that we had early in the season. So, um, you know, I think the, the uniqueness of how they had to seed people and the regions really were dictated by four teams from – the Big 12 being um, first and rec- second round host sites. So really proud of our league and, and how we finished. Anybody surprised by how it was placed? No. LSU and Baylor in the same same region? No. You want That's must-see TV if that happens. <laughs> you want that. Boy, you know, don't you know ESPN is like, please. Oh, they're eating it up. Please. Yeah. Please. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that all how that all unfolds. But uh, again, I, I think this team, and I, I'm with I'm with you guys. I think this team has a chance for a really, really deep run. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, we're going to find out, and, and that's the beauty of it. But uh, we'll, we'll start on Friday. And again, we we haven't received the game time as of yet. Uh, I'm I'm suspe- I suspect we'll get that today and, and get that all worked out. But. Uh, uh, look forward to it. Think it's going to be a lot of fun. I I I cannot wait. Uh, here we go. It truly, guys. March Madness is here, and I, I think really is South Carolina on the women's side. Are they the team to beat? Yes, got to be. I, I agree. Got to be. But if you took South Carolina out of the equation and took the other what sixty seven, this thing's wide open, isn't it? Ah, man. I, uh, I don't know. I I mean. I got three number ones and one number two in the final four. So, let's see. UConn, Iowa, Baylor, and South Carolina? No, I've got South Carolina and Baylor on one side, Stanford and NC State on the other. Okay. NC State's good. They, yes, are. they are. They're really good. So, I mean, it, look, this is a, probably one of the, the best fields 
we're, we're gonna we've seen it quite some time. And I oh yeah, I was good, man. That girl from Iowa was phenomenal. And, and, and when UConn, perfect timing getting Paige Buchers back. Mm-hmm. You couldn't ask for a better you know setup for them. Yeah, but I just uh, I don't think they they have enough time on the floor together. I I, I see them getting knocked out. I, that's probably why they put them up in that home cooking. You know, we're going to play at home, let Paige get her legs under, then we're going to make a nice little run. See, I see Indiana knocking them out. Ooh. And I haven't done my bracket yet. Where do you, where, Texas women, where do you, uh, where do, what do you guys got Texas women doing? Um, let's see. Where do I have the Texas? They play Utah, and then they'll face LSU in the Sweet 16. Um, I've got them winning that, and they get beat by Stanford in the Elite Eight. Hmm. The LSU matchup's intriguing. Uh, I think I'm going to have to ride with the Tigers on that. And that's not me being biased. That's yes, it just, is. That, that's, that's coaching, man. I've taken Kim in that coaching matchup. What about Notre Dame? They're not as good as they used to be. They're I, not. I, I get that, but they're still a very good basketball I got team. Oklahoma knocking them out in, in the uh, round of 32. I just think Oklahoma can, can yeah, take Oklahoma them out. Yeah, Oklahoma can body them. Well, and again, I, I said it ten times already. We're going to find out. Uh, here we go. Uh, it all starts. Uh, all starts coming up. Uh, Friday. And I think Friday Sunday. I, I'm like, I'm like everybody else. I think Friday Sunday works better than 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 uh, than Saturday Monday, as far as those. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. So you're Friday Sunday and you're at home. Uh, that gets you to Wichita, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely it does. All right. It's uh, 828. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk a little football. We got plenty to do there, and we'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. But right now, we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They got a brand new location coming soon over on Loop 340 next door to Busby Feed. Serving Central Texas since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the Emory family, and they've been doing it for a long time, four generations, and now Braden's at the helm. And, and uh, look, they're going to provide you with great service. That's the one thing that they insist on is that when you leave there, that you leave there a satisfied customer. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. they got uh, hay and equipment barns, residential metal roofing. They've got uh, all sizes of pipe from one-half inch up to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing, one half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as that deer stand or, or ornamental iron jobs. And of course, they stock uh, American made grade 60 rebar, all at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They are your one stop shop for all your steel needs. Right now, they've got a location in Bryan and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and Saturday from 8 until noon. And of course, you can check them out 24 7 at pioneerboys.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5 days to so.com. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor has drawn the number one seed in the East Region of the NCAA postseason tournament. They open play against Norfolk State on Thursday at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. The Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region and will host Hawaii Friday at the Farrell Center. Ole Miss and South Dakota will be the other two teams coming to Waco. An RBI single in the 10th by Jared McKenzie led Baylor baseball to a 4-3 win over Columbia. 
to earn the Bears the series win. MCC Baseball took both ends of their Saturday doubleheader at Ranger to open conference three and one. The McClendon softball team won all four games with Ranger to improve to seven and one in league play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, take 34. I got to correct a Garrett mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No, it's on me. Uh, I I don't know why, Ward, that I had LSU in the uh, Wichita bracket, but they're not. No, they're not. They're in the Spokane bracket. So the only way that Baylor plays LSU is in the – that'd be the finals, right? Yeah, it'd be the championship game. That ain't happening. It ain't happening. No. So – my, wait another my year. mistake. No, wait another year. I, I, it, it, I again. I watched. <laughs> I was multitasking last night. Okay, I was watching the the selection show, and I was also on the uh, Zoom with Coach Drew. So, uh, anyway, my mistake. I apologize. It's all good, but we'll I, let it slide. I just I had them over on the left, and they're over on Wishful the right. Wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense though, doesn't it? Mm. So yeah. Anyway. All right, eight thirty-five. Uh, anybody surprised? Let's just bounce around on our surprise level, one to ten. Are you surprised that Tom Brady's back? No. On a scale of one to ten, he went I, to the gas pump and went, "Uh oh, I got to go back to work." <laughs> if you're looking at one to ten, I'll say I'm about a seven. I mean, I really thought he would. I thought he was done, uh, but you know, guys like that. I think this is eventually just going to end badly. It's a great point. It's almost like those guys Ward, that you remember Emmett and and Tony Dorsett, Montana, they, they, all of them. When they all, you know, not many guys go to another place late, late, late in their career, and it worked out well. Now it did for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did for Peyton he had Manning. A lot of help. Yeah, absolutely. He, he had some help too. But you know, I'm sitting there thinking about you know, Emmett went to Arizona. Do do you even? Emmett, a Cardinal? Are you kidding me? That doesn't even sound right, look right. I don't even hardly remember any of that. Tony Dorsett, I think, went to the Broncos as well. He did, but it was a disaster. Right, it was a train wreck. I didn't know he went there. Yeah, it was was awful. I need one more year. Okay, so Brady's back. I'm tired of it. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm not nearly as tired of that as I was of the Aaron Rodgers thing. I'll just tell you that right now. All right. Are we surprised that Amari Cooper is a Cleveland Brown? Yes. I feel so bad for Coop, man. That's awful. They didn't have to do him like that. They did him dirty. That was bad. And I don't understand it. I mean, you're going to tell me Gallup is better than Amari Cooper? not even close. Not even in the same realm. No. Then why did it happen? Because they're idiots. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like, dude, if you want to give a receiver that money, give it to Amari. Get rid of Gallup. Two and a half million. That's absolutely insane. There's no way. Okay, he's Gallup is a what three, a third best receiver on ninety five percent of the rosters in the NFL, and he's getting paid like that. One hundred percent of the rosters. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he's coming off an ACL. <sighs> uh, and he's not. He's not that guy. No, he's not. Not at all. Then I'll ask again. How did we get here? It's Dallas. They're idiots. I mean, it's was, there, was it was the salary cap such because I don't understand the salary cap and I don't want to understand the salary cap. But was the salary cap such 
that that was their only possible move when it comes to keeping one and sending one? No, I don't. I don't know about that. I, I, it's going to sound bad, but I think you know the COVID problems that Amari Cooper had last season with the Cowboys had a lot to do with it. It definitely played in, and you could say it didn't or it didn't. I mean, but I think we're that's something that you're going to keep an eye on, and more players are going to be the victim mm-hmm. of that. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, he didn't get to play, but neither did Gallup. He has an ACL, and he's uh, sitting di- different scenarios. Yeah, they're looking at that. Was that was out of Gallup's control? Amari's was in his control. That, that's exactly was. what that was. Well, I, I can't argue that point. I mean, it's that's accurate, but you know, there are those who have taken the vaccine and also have gotten it. So, oh yeah. Uh, Oh, that's true. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, he was unavailable because he chose to be unavailable. And so you know, going to catch I, up to you. I think that caught up to him and they said, you know what, we're going to, this, this guy's not a company guy. We're going to move on. It's, it's a bad move, man. It's an awful move. It is so bad. And he's, he's going to go disappear in Cleveland. Yep. And then, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, we saw what happened. He's to got Beckham. a Heisman trophy winner to throw Stop to it. him. That does not. No, no. I like Baker too. He's just not NFL quarterback. No, he's not. And look, it's Cleveland's Cleveland. Exactly. Just it know, is. That's all it you gotta is. say. Oh, poor Where dude. quarterbacks go to die. And Cooper too. Yeah, and Cooper now. Shoot, they may go win the go win the division. No, they're not. No. Stop it. No. Now that 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 they may, don't want that may be a match made. Mm. No. No. Mm. They're not going to be. I, 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 and, and, and on the Tom Brady thing, I'm like you. I, I really did think that he would ride off into the sunset. I thought he was done, but he just couldn't do it. Could he, he? he had a perfect opportunity, right? Like he had the storybook ending. You win the, you go to a new team, you build he, it. He should have left after they hey, won the Super Bowl. Exactly. And ride off into the sunset. And now it's just going to. Ah, this, this is just going to play sit, out badly. Is he sitting in his in his in his backyard drinking lemonade, going, "We were one play away from going back to the Super Bowl." Well, he went to the gas pump and had to get gas. Said, "I got to go back to work, man." Also, but I think I, I, you know, look, he he's a competitor, and he saw Russell Wilson get an you. opportunity to go to Denver and and continue. And he said, "You know what? I got a little left in the tank. I'm coming back to." I think he also looked at the field of the NFC and was like, even in his division, well, Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. New nope. Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. Nope. Atlanta's just a disaster. Mm-mm. Okay, I can cruise through that. Who do I have? Well, I got Aaron Rodgers. I'll either meet up with or Matt Stafford. I got, and I could just you walk my you, way. There. You didn't say the Cowboys. The Cowboys are irrelevant. Ooh, they don't count. Ooh, yep. But they got all these guys. They've given a lot of money to. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's just it. They've given a lot of money. Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> Gallup. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, the quarterback award winning, award winning roster you got there. They're 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 going backwards instead of forwards. I, I seriously wonder if if he if he reflected and went, you know what, we were we were an eyelash away from back to back Super Bowl. I, I think he looked at some of the moves that are being made in the NFL and he goes, you know what. If I'm back there and I got Gronk, we got a chance. Absolutely. Let's go play. Adam Schefter uh, talking about Tom Brady. Well, I don't think they expected it, but I think obviously they're quite pleased about it. Again, they didn't give up hope about it, but they didn't think it was realistic that he would be back and they were going to move ahead and move on. But obviously Tom changed his mind, changed his feelings, and then obviously made the announcement here just a few minutes ago 
to say that he would be back for this upcoming season. And I know that Tampa Bay was heading into this free agent signing period, Reese, this week with 26 players to re-sign. And now you begin to look at it, all the players that are going to be back or that were scheduled to be free agents, I would imagine that some of them are all going to want to come back. Ryan Jensen, Tom Brady's center, might have left were it not for Tom Brady's decision. Leonard Fournette is a running back who is scheduled to be a free agent this week. Maybe he would leave. Chris Goblin got the franchise tag. O.J. Howard's a tight end. See what else it does? I think it immediately changes their their forecast on season tickets. Oh, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, now, now they just sold out. You were just wondering <laughs> yeah. if they had a chance, and now it's we, it ain't. it's not about a chance. It's about are they going to win it all? No, they're not going to win it all. They're They'll not going to win nice it all. But they're going to make a good run. They're not going to win it all, though. Yeah. They're can, not that team. Can they win the NFC? No. No. I think they'll make it to the NFC Championship and get bounced. By the Packers? No, by the Rams. It's either the Rams or the Packers, one of the two. I think it's the Rams. I'll go back and ask you about the Packers. When's the last? Well, never mind. Uh, 840. All right, so there you go. Uh, interesting. Interesting. But you guys, that are you're just down on the Cowboys, and I don't understand. Hmm. I'm not down on the Cowboys. They're still my team, but I'm being realistic. No, it's a fact. I mean, it, it really is. It, again, this is – I just look at the roster. It, it's today, and I know we still got free agency and we got the draft and all that, but today, is this roster better today than it was at the end of the season last year? No. 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 And what what was the result last year? A mediocre. Bounced in the first round. Yeah. So what gives you hope? Nothing. Nothing. And you, that's that's the unfortunate thing. That's the to me that's the the wildest thing is when you see. Jerry, but it's going to get played up, and everybody's going to be talking about the Cowboys when we get to training camp. That's what it is. It's as well, long as eyes are on there, they don't care about wins. That's well, how it seems. I, I was watching something yesterday, and the national media was talking about Green Bay, Dallas, and Tampa, and I mean, you know, they're in that conversation. They're always there because they get. They're, they're always in the mix. It's about attention. They're not the quality of play. Isn't why they're talked about it's just because it's a brand so we'll see but uh, Tom Brady is back and boy all of a sudden they're they're all smiles in Tampa aren't they yeah where do y'all see Deshaun Watson going I don't know but that was that was on the list wasn't it yeah that's definitely one that's that's crazy I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, do you want to roll the dice on him? I, somebody's going to I, I know but who man I think honestly what do you give up for him because he may never get on the field for you He'll get on the field. I think he. I think he's going to find a way. With with there was no charges, he'll be on the field next season. I I think he's in either in Carolina or he's in New Orleans. In my opinion, either one of those are good good shots. But um, I just I don't know. I, I'm I'm not rolling the dice on him because I until that deal's done, I'm not spending any money on him. I mean, it's a risk reward thing, and and I look, I wouldn't necessarily want to go after him. If I was running a team, but the talent's there and somebody's going to. And there's such a need for quarterback and high caliber quarterback play in this league. If you got him available, you're gonna make a you're gonna take the chance. All right, uh, eight forty five. We're fifteen away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up more, we'll talk some baseball and and more coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
The Bears back in action Tuesday on the road in Huntsville to take on Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Call Allen Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Allen Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Allen Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor has drawn the number one seed in the East Region of the NCAA postseason tournament. They open play against Norfolk State on Thursday at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. The Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region and will host Hawaii Friday at the Ferrell Center. Ole Miss and South Dakota will be the other two teams coming to Waco. 
An RBI single in the 10th by Jared McKenzie led Baylor baseball to a 4-3 win over Columbia to earn the Bears the series win. MCC baseball took both ends of their Saturday doubleheader at Ranger to open conference 3-1. McClendon softball team won all four games with Ranger to improve to 7-1 in league play. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, day 50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we mentioned it earlier with uh, Jerry Hill, but the uh, Baylor baseball team has a walk-off win over Columbia 4-3, to end up taking two games out of three in that series and winning the series. And that, at the end of the day, that's the bottom line. But, well, I tell you what, they were, they, were in a, uh, they were in a battle with Columbia all weekend long. All three of these games were very competitive ball games, but – Baylor improved to nine and six with the walk-off win. Columbia falls to four and six uh, after the uh, the loss in ten innings on Sunday afternoon over at Baylor Ballpark. But uh, all in all, it was a, it was a heck of a series between these two ball clubs. I watched quite a bit of it uh, getting ready for the uh, for the selection show yesterday, and and both these teams, I mean, they they pitched it and played defense and got after it. That's one of those that Baylor's. You know, you you step on the field, you need to win that. Uh, I like. I think Baylor's got some good pieces in place I'm kind of nervous once Tyler Thomas comes off the mound uh their relievers kind of make me a little bit nervous um but overall I think that was a, a good series for Baylor to take care of business on your home field well Will Rigney yesterday went five and a third which is a career high allowed just three hits and one unearned run uh recording uh, three punch outs so uh good stuff for the for the local kid and you know he's coming back ward from an injury so they're bringing him back slowly but man he is um he he's, he throws he's a strike thrower and that's what you want particularly on Sunday, uh you know because Sundays is always kind of a difficult day to get out of town game, and uh, you're at the end of the series and if you can find a guy that throws strikes like Will Rigney has in in his starts then that is a benefit for Coach Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. Anybody that can help you shorten the game on a Sundays is going to be somebody you want to turn to and. Look, I, I think the Big Twelve just got more competitive with what happened at Texas over the weekend as yep. well. So, yeah, they had a rough weekend with South Carolina, didn't they? Well, and you know they lost a starting pitcher to Tommy John. They one of their catchers is no longer with the team anymore because of uh, a a dumb move that he did at at the ballpark by you know taking a flask and taking a drink out of it in the bullpen, and now he's no longer with the team. He's been uh, suspended indefinitely, and so. There, there's some there's some turmoil at, at, with number one Texas right now. Mm. All right, uh, so that's that's what's going on there. Uh, and, and yeah, they they I'm trying to was it uh, I'm trying to think of the the pitcher was it Tanner Witt? Yeah, Witt. Yeah, Witt. He's done for the season. They, yeah, they've right. made that's that a call. Big blow, yeah, man. and that happened, that's a huge blow. That happened earlier la- uh, in the week last week. That was announced earlier in the week last week. So yeah, they've had some some difficulties there. Uh, John Strauss is going to be on the show today, the Baylor pitching coach. He's going to be on with uh, with John Morris later this afternoon. Matt Saman's going to be on the program as well, and they're going to be live from the Baylor bookstore uh, for a uh, book signing. So that that should be a lot of fun, and that'll be coming up uh, this afternoon on the John Morris Show, the Matt Mosley program at 4 o'clock. Again, just as soon as we get uh, details on when the Baylor women are going to – what their tip time will be on Friday – We'll let you know about that. Yeah, what are they going to announce that? Did they ever say? I, I never saw I've anything. Ne- I haven't seen anything on yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't seen either. I think it's just – that's what that's what I don't like about having to wait on a TV. Come on, let's go ahead things. and put you that in know. there. Just put yeah. it in there. You have a window of time. Go ahead and put it out. So, well, 
We know this. It's Friday in Waco. <laughs> you don't have to go far once you find exactly. out. Yeah, I can't wait for Thursday, to be honest, guys. That's just it's that's gonna be Well, fun. that's a national holiday. It should be. It, it yes. absolutely should yes. be. When is St. Patrick's Day? The 17th. 17th. And when is that? Is that Thursday? Uh, let's see. Is that yes, Thursday? Yeah, it is. Yes, Thursday. St. Patrick's Stop Day. Stop the madness. Wow. St. Patty's Day and the first day of the Big 12 tournament. That's a lot the, of fun. NCAA tournament. Uh, what did I say? Big 12. Big 12. No, NCAA. Uh, yeah. So that, that'll that be a lot of fun. I mean. that? So. Lots of green beer yeah, and green basketball. Yeah. <laughs> this program will end at 9 o'clock and then we will be on the road to Fort Worth. A lot of fun. About that. L- looking forward to. To uh, checking out some some hoops and uh, and being a part of that, and of course, uh, hopefully you're back on Saturday for the championship. Women again Friday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. All of those games uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. So How we'll nice have is that? that? Yeah, very cool. And, and so, uh, in, in all likelihood, some of our other things may have to move around a little bit. Uh, there's one radio station in a lot of games, so flexibility. Uh, yeah, and, and look, we 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 had the baseball on Fox Sports Central Texas, and and that's a Probably a very distinct possibility. We'll, we'll have it all laid out for you, hopefully, this afternoon here. And then we'll be able to pass that information along to you. All right. That is going to do it for us. We had fun. Thanks for uh, being a part of the program. We'll see you in the morning at 7. John's up at 3 and Matt's at 4 here on ESPN Central Texas.